this morning, this covenant hour of prayer, it is testimony time. Let's give Jesus a big hand of praise. Please listen attentively to these documented testimonies, and yours shall be the next. Number one, change of level. I engaged in all wonder double operations, but I was praying more for my needs than praying kingdom advancement prayers. Having heard the testimonies of others that forgot about their needs and got rewarded, I did the same during Operation Go Forward. I engaged fully in both morning and evening raids, reaching out to the lost and also praying just kingdom-focused prayers, and everything turned. Give Jesus a big hand of praise. I applied for a job online in a sector I've always wanted to work, and the following week I was called for a series of interviews on Friday, December 16th and got my offer letter the same day via email. Give Jesus a big hand of praise. During operation Come and See, I engaged tirelessly well knowing that my position would change again. And on Monday 3rd of April, a meeting was held where the first quarter appraisal result was discussed, and the HR manager mentioned how I did well even without prior experience on the job. Then the following day, he called to tell me that the management held another meeting and I've been promoted as the unit head of my department. Give Jesus a big hand of praise again. <laughs> Secondly, I wasn't in any relationship and miraculously God settled me. Another big hand for Jesus. I return all the glory to the God who is a rewarder of those who diligently served him. And the testifier is being paid oh. A big arm for Jesus again. Number two, marital restoration via kingdom advancement prayers. I came to Lagos. If you are doing that, you can do it better for Jesus. I came to Lagos in 2005, and ever since, I have been squatting with friends. During this challenge, there was a separation between my wife and I, which involved both families. However, during operation must abide, I engaged fervently in prayers and fasting. I made Matthew 6, 33 my, my priority. On August 12, 2018, during covenant day of possessing your possession, Bishop David Oedipo declared that any issue of concern will be turned to testimonies, and I shouted, Amen. That same day, when I got home, my wife that never wanted to see me around Ask what I wanted to eat. Give Jesus a big hand of praise. I told her, and she prepared it for me. The issue of divorce was settled, and both families reconciled. Celebrating. I now have my own, my own home. I give glory and adoration to the God of Bishop David Oyedepo. And the testifier is bright, James. For this amazing act of God in our midst, shall we rise to our feet? as we celebrate Jesus with big, big hand of praise. It's worthy. Shall we lift our hands to heaven this morning and let's give glory to God. Only his mighty hand could have done those marvelous acts. Will you give him the praise, give him the glory, 
changing levels, restoring families, this can only be God. Lift your hand, lift your voice, and with a voice of gratitude, just thank him. Appreciate him, celebrate him. Remember, appreciation to God is application for more. Give him thanks for those marvelous acts. This is the doing of the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. Give him glory, give him honor. Give all the adoration unto him and celebrate him. Is worthy of all praise. Is worthy of all glory. Is worthy of all honor. All adoration belongs to him. Will you give him quality thanks this morning? Will you give him quality thanks this morning? Will you celebrate his faithfulness? Thank him from the depth of your heart. Thank him from the depth of your heart. Thank him from the depth of your heart. Lord, we have come this morning to give you the glory, to give you the honor, to give you the adoration. Thank him for all the prayers he has answered this morning. Being fully confident that you have not prayed in, into storage, but that God has heard and answered all of your petitions. Are you giving him the glory? Are you giving him the honor? Father, we say thank you. Now ask him to speak to you this morning. Speak to me today, Lord. I've come to hear your voice. Day unto day, utter speech and night unto night shows knowledge. I've come to hear the speech of the day. Speak to me today, Lord. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have come this morning to give you the glory for all that you have done, for your faithfulness. Thank you for your mighty acts in our midst. These testimonies are your finger at work, and we give you all of the glory. For answering our prayers, we say thank you. And again, this morning, our eyes are upon you. We ask that you speak to us again. Let your word transform our lives. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Somebody believe, say loud, amen. Give Jesus a big hand and please be seated in his presence. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turn around. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. A line of exhortations for this week has been engaging the God of speed towards the full delivery of operation by all means. Engaging the God of speed towards the full delivery of of operation by all means. We established yesterday that our God is a God of speed. And that speed can be seen in the art of creation. That he created the entire world in six days. And that tells you that there is nothing that is difficult in, when it comes to God. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 11 and verse 12. It says, Son of man, what do you see? I see the rod of an almond tree. He said, you have well seen. And I will now hasten my word to perform it. God is in the habit of giving haste to his performance. And that means that there is nothing that God says that God cannot execute on the basis of time restraint. God is never restrained by time. We said yesterday that we serve a timeless God of timely interventions. In Isaiah chapter 60 verse 22 He's so fast that he said a little one shall become a thousand. A small one shall become a strong nation. And I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. 
whenever it comes to the timing of God, he is in the habit of executing his word with speed. In Joel chapter 2 and verse 11, Joel chapter 2 and verse 11, God's word declares, he said, the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. He will say what he wants to do. And for his camp is very great because he is strong that executed his word. The word strong there really has to do with his ability. In Ephesians 3 verse 20, the word of God tells us, it said, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think. There is nothing any man can imagine that is up to the ability of God. In other words, the best of man's thoughts is less, less than the worst of, man's, of God's ability. The best of man's thoughts is less than the worst of God's ability. God's ability far supersedes the best of human imagination. That is why you must never compare the ability of God to man. The Bible says in the book of Numbers 23 verse 19 that God is not a man that he should lie. He is not the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Shall he not do it? Has he spoken? And shall he not make it good? Whatever God has said, he is up to the task to deliver. In Mark chapter, chapter 10 and verse 27, he said, For with men it may be impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. I'd like us to take note of the fact that God never runs out of time. When it comes to the execution of his word, God never runs out of time. When it comes to the fulfillment of the prophetic agenda that he sets out, God never runs out of time. The reason is that he's a God of speed. Romans 9.28, he will finish the work. He will cut it short in righteousness, for a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. He will finish it. He will cut it short, because a short work will he make upon the earth. Say with me, I serve a God of speed. Say louder, I serve a God of speed. We look at the example this morning of Elijah. Elijah believed the God of speed that answers by fire and he manifested himself. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21 to 24, we come across this incident where the Bible tells us that Elijah came and he spoke and said, how long will you hop between two opinions? He said, if the Lord be God, then follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the Bible tells us that the two, the prophets of Baal, 450 of them, went and cried and cried and cried until the time of the evening sacrifice. And there was no answer. And then Elijah came and prayed a prayer of about two sentences. And the fire of the Lord came down, consumed the entirety of all of the sacrifices. The Lord answered by fire. He said, let the God that answers by fire, let him be God. That word means who is the God that will manifest instantly. God manifested himself instantly. That's the God that we serve. He's the God of speed. The whole turmoil that had gone on in that nation was settled in a moment by the intervention of God. That tells you that when it comes to the execution of God's word, time is not a factor. Time 
is not a factor. What do I mean by time is not a factor? God never runs out of time. God never runs out of time. You know, when you come to man, it gets to a point that man can do nothing. But when you come to God, there is no point where God can do nothing. God never runs out of options. God never runs out of channels. God never runs out of time. Shout hallelujah. Elijah believed the God of speed and he manifested himself. It's important for us to understand, however, that expectation is God's wisdom for provoking divine intervention through the altar of prayer. Expectation. So God is the God of speed, yes. But expectation is God's wisdom for securing divine intervention through the altar of prayer. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 13 and verse 14, he said, my son, eat thou honey, for it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste. He said, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thee. And when thou hast found it, there shall be a reward, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. So expectation is God's wisdom for securing divine intervention. What does that mean? It means, yes, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. But our expectation determines the limit of his manifestation. Our expectation determines the limit of God's manifestation. It is what you are expecting that God will be performing. That is why our expectation must be in place. You must ensure that you are not just praying empty prayers. You are praying expectation-loaded prayers. Because expectation is what sets the pace for divine manifestation. This is so important. So God can do anything, yes. God can do everything, yes. But man must expect something. It is what you expect that determines what you experience. That is why expectation becomes a potent instrument for effectiveness in engaging with God. What are you expecting? It's not just what are you praying, but what are you expecting while you are praying? In the book of Mark chapter 11 and verse 24, God's word says, whatsoever thing you desire, that word desire means expect. The whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and then you shall have them. So without a desire, your prayer is important. Expectation will always set the pace for divine manifestation. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, the Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The word hope means expected. Faith is the substance of things expected and the evidence of things not seen. So we must understand that the, the force of expectation is a most potent force in our engagement on the altar of prayer. So it's not just how forcefully you pray, but how expectantly you pray. Expectation is what gives birth to manifestation. Just like no woman delivers a child without a pregnancy, 
no one receives intervention without expectation. What pregnancy is to birth is what expectation is to intervention. So you and I must ensure that we are always loaded with expectation. That is what brings about divine manifestation. What are we saying therefore? When you are praying, Lord, let this church be minimum double. The highest monthly average Sunday attendance since Wonder Double Agenda began, expect it. Expect it. When you are expecting it, then you are positioning for the manifestation of it. Shout hallelujah. As we conclude this morning, must take note that it's no big deal for God to double the attendance of this church on or before August 1st, 2021. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 36, he said, there was not one city too hard for us. The Lord delivered all unto us. Not one city too hard. God does not know difficulties. There's not one city that was too hard for us. The Lord delivered all into our hands. Human difficulties are divine simplicities. God does not know difficulty. I like each one of us to 